Hello, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Tyler Rasmussen of Stroud & Associates, Keller Williams. It will sell the absolute shit out of your house or help you buy the absolute shit out of a new house. For all of your real estate needs, use the most trusted name in real estate affairs, Tyler Rasmussen. Contact him at 816-807-6018. Again, that's Tyler Rasmussen, a diamond-level sponsor of the MSFFL podcast. This episode is also brought to you by Summer Days Flowers. Summer Days Flowers, fresh farm-grown flowers grown right here in the heart of the great state of Missouri by Ryan Niebrigge. If you find yourself in the market for some fine, fresh flowers, look no further than Summer Days Flowers and owner Ryan Niebrigge, a Silver Level sponsor of the MSFFL podcast. Welcome in. Episode, Welcome to the episode. Episode two. Episode two. Uh, I think last week was a nice little uh, start for us. Obviously, uh, still learning some things, still learning the uh, software and everything. Uh, but I think it turned out all right. And it seemed like everyone listened to it. Um, and e- again, even some people that weren't in our fantasy league, I think, got some clips. Uh, ben Taylor, who we mentioned um, in in last week's episode, uh, talking about who would be a good replacement for the quitters of the tat punishment. Uh, ben actually hit me up and said that he listened to it, uh, and he was a real big fan. He actually had some suggestions for segments going forward. So uh, just that just reiterates how good of a replacement Ben would be for Neebs. Uh, when he quits inevitably and specifically. Um, so I got my um, I got my co-host here. What up? That's John J.T. Thompson, who, uh, again, uh, somehow took took some flack from uh, Chance Mock uh, last week for God knows what. Um, and already the dogs. Uh, anyways, uh, so we got J.T. here. I'm here. We're ready to go. Uh, be a little bit... Pretty much the same thing as last week. This week, I've got I've got it laid out maybe a little bit better. I I can't promise you we'll get to everything just because like last week I I thought we would and we there was no chance. Uh, we do have a couple. We have got a special guest for this episode, um, and then again for the Thursday episode. Um, I hope he's ready. This guy tonight. Oh, you guys are gonna get a kick. Um, he's one of the guys <laughs> that just hearing his voice, just just hearing that initial. Uh, it just brings a smile to your face every time. You don't have a choice but to smile. <laughs> um, so we'll get to that. Um, first things first. Yeah, uh, thank you to the sponsors. You guys heard those new uh, sponsor ads there. Uh, and we are actually a uh, – and they, they, they pay. These are actually uh, paid sponsorships that we have from these uh, two 
wonderful companies that we have nothing but great things to say about. Um, and we highly, highly recommend their services. Um, JT, what do you think? Do you think that if you were in the market to buy a house, do you think Razzie, do you think he'd fuck around on you? Or do you really think that he would actually be a good real estate agent? I think Razzie would, I think Razzie would be a good real estate agent. I think, you know, I feel like he's still pretty young in the industry. So I've seen him when he's trying to climb an SVG. Uh, you know, I, I think he'd, I think he'd hit me up pretty good. Sure. Well, yeah, I, 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 I have to agree. I mean, I mean, everyone knows. Only because it would benefit him, not because it would benefit Exactly. Him. That, that was my whole point. I don't even yeah. have to say it's it. It's not like he's trying to hook me up. It's right. just he's trying to make himself look good. Right. 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 Yeah. No, he could give a, a rat's ass about anyone but himself. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that for that reason, uh, he would he would do a good job for you. So yeah, reach out to him. Uh, and if, if for whatever reason you do need flowers, I, I, I mean, and you happen to be at the one farmer's market that you that can get, weekend, right, right. Very in whatever exclusive. town that he's in, the exclusivity, uh, it factor is real, uh, makes him that much more precious, but Hey, get some, get some flowers from Neebs. Maybe he'll bring some to the draft. Um, I, I don't know if his knee injury is going to, um, prevent him from getting out there in the fields and harvesting those daisies but yeah we'll see one way or another i will say i went to the kansas city farmers market last weekend uh flowers were easily the most hopping uh exhibit I really mean, people were waiting they had people they were like tying flowers together and people were just waiting around for them and i was really? like there is grass-fed beef and coolers five feet away from us and you guys want these flowers so well, clearly i don't understand the market uh maybe there's something there i well, don't know Neebs always he does always uh, claim to be ahead of the curve on on all trends. Um, so nothing like picking something that's gonna die. Yeah, but boy, yeah, I, I definitely would rather have a bunch can't, of bunch it can't of feed you. It cannot feed you. You literally can just look at it. That's that's all you get out of it. But but I'm sure they're great flowers. That's what he's, he's chosen to spend his life doing. So we will continue to make fun of it for the foreseeable future. But we do thank him for being a sponsor. Thanks again for being and a sponsor. If you happen to need flowers, you, if you happen to summer days. And again, these guys thank them both. Uh, uh, Razzie paying a little bit more for his sponsorship. Uh, Razzie again, very eager to help with the podcast in any way possible. Help himself. It, well, again, this is to promote himself, but um, yeah, again, he, he uh, thank you guys uh, for, the uh the cashola it it definitely it uh you know what it paid for jt and i's first round of margaritas tonight so absolutely um you are contributing to the show um so yeah last week like i said went pretty good uh still a learning curve we're gonna learn as we go on this thing but uh i think we're gonna get the hang of it pretty quick um uh chance mock can go fuck himself yeah um, he can he can get my coordinates and we can fucking Get some fists. Going. Yeah, we've got uh, big talk. Uh, N64, I think. of course. N64 Smash Brothers, only. I will take him out. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He is just a weird guy that no one really liked ever. Can't say I've ever met him. Well, you're not missing anything, is my point. Um, so, yeah, we had the whole chance mock thing. Uh, I actually think we're going to make him a, a, a part of the podcast. So, uh, not that he'll ever come on here, but. I think that during the season we're going to have like a weekly segment where whoever plays like 
the worst player that week uh, or whoever makes like the worst waiver wire transaction. It'll be the chance mock douche move of the week. I think we're going to make that an every week thing. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, thanks chance. And uh, also again, people, I have more people hit me up about uh, bashing Michelle James. And for, for whatever reason, I, I, I don't know, maybe, Maybe people see something. I don't. I don't know. Maybe people see something. I don't. Sure. I guess she's a nice enough person, but I, I'm not gonna change. She came to an all boys match uh, diver party at Hooters. Hooters. At Hooters. That's pretty strange. That's pretty strange. But she's a she's a strange bird. So, anyways, moving on from those guys, they take up enough space already in our in our thoughts. But uh, so yeah. Uh, Getting back to it, I, I did get my second Fauci-ouchie. Uh, I, I will say the first one was way worse. Uh, the second one that I got on Friday, I really did not want to get it, but I already had gotten the first one, and, I, and I'm going to be traveling internationally, I think, to Ireland here at the end of this year. So I, I didn't really have a choice. I, I know that Biden's going to make us do it if we want to travel. So I did get it. The first one was worse for me. I had like a little bit of like a hangover feeling the next day. The second one, uh, nothing really. Sore arm, and that was kind of it. I'm sure that in uh, in a probably a couple of years, my asshole will turn inside out and start talking <laughs> to me. Uh, that's quoted from Jarhead. But um, anyways, did that. I also got on uh, on national TV. Well, I guess not national, regional TV. I, right. I did get on regional TV. Went to the Royals game both nights this weekend, actually, but on Saturday had really good uh, seats right behind home plate, and had to do a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a I don't know shuffling around to get in front of the camera. I was like right off of the view of the camera, just naturally, like I could reach my arm over, and you could see it when they would do replays. So uh, at one point, I just got drunk enough and said "fuck it" and shuffled my way backwards over uh, in front of directly in front of the ad that the camera had uh, with my Ming Street Meats competition barbecue shirt on just so I could get that on TV. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, Guarantee uh, the pitcher threw a couple balls because he couldn't stop paying attention to that Ming Street barbecue. Well, yeah, he was probably thinking about, yeah, he definitely had meat on his brain. He said, Um, where can I get some of that Ming Street barbecue on the back of that shirt? (laughs) Well, and, uh, yeah, it worked out. Like I said, um, it was kind of awkward. But, anyways, uh, JT, what, real quick, what you, uh, what'd you get into over the weekend? It was a very, very, very chill weekend for me. I pretty much just I went solo. I hung out at home. Uh, Saturday I got up real early, went into the office. I worked for pretty much the whole day, but a very chill. I did a lot of mock drafts, you know, had to get my mocks in on Saturday Oh yeah. while I was working. And then uh, Sunday was probably the most productive uh, day I've had in probably years. By the time I uh, 11 came around, I feel like I had done an entire day's work. So, you know, I was really accomplishing those goals, you know, getting those goals completed and uh, just felt really good all in all. I really needed that rest. I needed that recovery and most importantly, I needed to get those mocks in. Um, those mocks were crucial. Well, we know you love your mocks. Uh, we might touch on that a little bit today. We've we've had a request to do a mock draft at some point on the podcast before our actual draft, and we, and we might get to something like that. Even if it's like, uh, excuse me, even if it's like uh, doing something like 
what we talk about every day, basically in the group chat, which is uh, projecting out who we think is going to take who in the first round. I think we all have a pretty good idea of how the first round is going to go. A lot of question marks though. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get it going. Uh, we have uh, the first thing on the docket is to talk a little bit about what we ended with last week. So last week, again, we kind of cut it short pretty fast and uh, we were just getting to uh, things that we can do in Louisville. Uh, we were going to talk about like how everybody's getting there, what time everybody's getting there, that type of thing. So I mentioned the bat, which when you Google Louisville, that's all you see is pictures of a large bat. Uh, don't, don't it, not even a real live flying bat, an actual piece of wood is what Louisville is known for. So Zoner, bang up job, bang up job choosing where to go. <laughs> It's very random. Uh, it's so random. And, and I think that we both – we talked about this, my co-host and I. We think that Zoner just, like, panicked because the spotlight was on him when he had to choose somewhere. And so what did he do? He literally, like, Googled big city fairly close to St. Louis, and Louisville popped up, and he was like, that'll work. Yes, he definitely did that. Yeah. So that's why we're going to a city where I swear to God, Google it yourself. And yeah, you'll see like the whiskey part, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Excited for Louisville because of the whiskey tour uh, and just the heritage with the whiskey. But if we're able to get in, if we're able to get in again, it's looking tight. It's looking tight. We've had a lot of people be really sketchy in the group chat. You know, we needed a little bit more cooperation. Obviously the days are turning, but yeah, we can get into one. It might be fucking the literally the bottom shelf whiskey. Old Crow. But Lord knows they've got enough whiskey places. Right, you know. right. No, there's so many. I mean, you got, uh, you know, all the, you got Jim, you got Makers, you got Evan. Uh, you got to reserve it in advance. We're getting down to like 18 days to go to the draft. So uh, it's getting down there. But 18 days. There it is. The official call out from my co-host. Uh, but yeah, so if you Google things to do in Louisville. My point is... Have you... Hold on. Have you seen the bat? Have you been to Louisville? Fuck no. Why would I ever... I've been through Louisville, and it was literally like everyone's like, okay, there's nothing to do here. Let's go straight to the boat. And yeah, there's casinos in Louisville, which maybe may or not... We may or may not uh, get to when we're out there. But anyways, my point is everyone was like, there's not really a lot to do here. It's college town. There are some good bars and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Plenty to do. We've done the draft in Warrensburg, and we obviously know that Louisville is going to have more things to do than Warrensburg. But uh, real quick, yeah, if you Google things to do in Louisville, the bat will be first by a mile, and then they'll mention whiskey. After that, they talk about a bridge that you need to go see. Have you seen it? I saw it. So I have family in West Virginia, so we passed Louisville on my way to West Virginia, and it's it's right next to a big old river. I think it's the Ohio. Yeah. No, it is. And uh, it is a pretty cool looking bridge. Well, I'm sure it is, but but it's a bridge. Think about like even if, if if you were looking at things to do in Kansas City or St. Louis, how far down on the list would a bridge be? It's number three <laughs> in Louisville. So that real exciting, Zoner. Great fucking job. Uh, number four on the list of things to do in Louisville. Real quick, a cemetery. <laughs> this is the city you have chosen, Zoner. And again, baseball heritage, great town for baseball history baseball this is a goddamn football i don't just i zoner i i wonder i don't know what goes through this what's this guy's train of thought or does he even have one or again was he panicked like i said and was he just throwing out large cities fairly close to st louis so he could drive there 
and not worry about catching the COVID on an airplane. That's honestly what I think happened. It was Louisville or Columbia. Oh, God. That was it. Columbia would have been better. It's closer. (laughs) Has just as much to do. Granted, we wouldn't get to see the large piece of wood that is the bat, but Jesus Christ, Honor. Give, Give it some more thought next time. Or never win again next time. Right, That's the real point. He'll never fucking win again. Uh, so, yeah, we've got the Louisville stuff. Well, well, here's a question for you, JT. There's been a lot of hype these last couple days. We had the bowling league last night. Shout out. Um, but people are it's, – it's pretty polarizing. You either are super glad that Josh Reeves is attending the draft or you're – Neebs and Razzie, and you're pissed off that he's going. Um, what do you think? I, I think that there is value in having someone that is um, impartial, that is up there placing all of the draft stickers, so you just don't even have to worry about it. You've got all your stuff in front of you, ready to go, and he's up there taking care of all that. What 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 do you think about the value of having someone to do that? I love it. I love having someone that does it for you because you can just stay focused in on your – your draft sheets, you can stay focused on your lineup. Uh, you know, a part of me does think that the charm of going up and putting up your draft pick and kind of boasting on your way up there, your pick is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think ultimately I do like that I can just stay in the zone and stay in my spot. Uh, Coach is kind of a random pick, I feel like. Um, I mean, he's a great <laughs> if he's a great fill-in. If he makes it, I think a lot of us, except for Troy, thinks that – it's a question. Troy swears up and down. Troy is a hundred percent convinced that Josh will be at the draft. I, I again, I JT and I both uh, were doubting it at bowling last night. Troy swears that he will be. Um, we'll see. But yeah, he's, he's been active in the he's been active in the chats about going. Yeah, which yeah. means that he has thrown up like the Shaka emoji, and then he's yes, said like two things favorite. other than that. Yeah, which means he has acted like he definitely could bail still. Like yes. he definitely has yes. not given me an indication that like I will. For sure, be there. Uh, you guys can trust me 100%. And definitely I will be there. Definitely nothing like I'll be there at 4 in the morning to right. go to Louisville. Right. That's that's a commitment. Uh, and you bring up a good point. So uh, whether Reeves goes or not, uh, he is in the transportation chat. We're talking with like me, you, Sam, Gerke, uh, Zoner, and uh, potentially Reeves about how we're getting there. We're, we're all basically going to be leaving – Kansas City at like four something in the morning and riding down one way or another um, and rolling out to Louisville that way. Puts us there around noon on Friday. Uh, I know that there's a group that's going out the night before that is probably going to be out on the town. I hope so. I hope that the group that gets there on Thursday night, I hope they go out there. Oh, you know they will. I hope they just get absolutely shithoused. I, I do. I hope they get so fucking off their asses drunk that they are completely incapacitated. Yep. Um, and, and think about this. You go out the one night. So what happens is you, Thursday night you're out all night long, out on the town on Louisville. You're seeing the bat. You're going to the cemetery. Uh, Lord the knows. The bridge. Don't forget the bridge. Don't forget the bridge. Lord knows. Uh, so – I think you're out super late. You get in super late. You sleep for like three, four hours, and we're showing up. The, the next crew is showing up. You're waking up. Your energy is at an all-time low. You're probably still waking up drunk. If you're Troy, maybe you don't even sleep. You've done so much meth the night before that you're probably still awake from the night before. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so then that day is shot. All Friday is shot. You're going to be trying to be excited to see everyone that's just rolling in. Uh, and then you're in bed by nine o'clock on Friday night. No, so they're even up there. They're, they're going to stay up even more. They're going to force themselves to be up late. That is one. I guess you could see it that way, but I don't know. This is a nice place. We got a really nice. Area it is a nice, nice place. There's um, not going to be. I don't think that there's going to be any early betters, especially not on Friday. Well, I hope not, because if you're right, and those guys that go out Thursday night are still there, and they're trying to stay up and hang with everyone on Friday night, think of how drained and just absolutely decimated your body will be waking up on that Saturday. And not even to mention that. As of right now, the plan is, if we can figure it out, to go on the whiskey tour Saturday before the draft. So you've stayed up two nights as late as you possibly can in Louisville. You've had bad sleep. If, if You might have had six hours total of sleep in two nights, being as drunk as you possibly can. And then you go to a whiskey tour, and then you do your draft. That is best-case scenario. I, I, for one, am so excited that those guys are going down early and, oh, yeah. and then I, that we're not, we're yes. going to get a good, an extra good night of sleep in our own beds. Uh, so I think it adds a whole element to the draft. You're going to have some Kyle Gerke of, of two years ago uh, throwbacks where but not everyone can be Kyle Gerke because Gerke can somehow pull it out of his ass. Yeah, we, we all know that we but all not know everyone that. is Kyle Gerke. No, no one is Kyle Gerke as a matter of fact, but anyways, that's just a touch on Louisville. Uh, we're all going to get there around noon that next day. Other than that, the, the previous group will all have been there the night before looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. Oh yeah. Can't absolutely cannot wait. Um, so, uh, another thing here real quick. So we, this week, uh, had several things go on in the group chat. Uh, and, and it was almost like, when the commissioner would bring a topic up, there are so many guys who act like they they were completely had never heard of it even before. It was so foreign to them that you might as well have been speaking a different language. First of all, the uh, the weekly challenges that we voted on uh, several months back and it passed. Uh, that's taken effect, and people are acting shocked. They're they're in complete awe that something has changed, uh, even though we voted on it, and it was reiterated several times by the commissioner. Weekly challenges, I'm not going to get too far into it. Just real quick, it's going to be like, they're going to be random shit, so like one week, Troy will announce it before the week, so he can't just tailor it to whatever he's doing good at that week, you know? Right. Um, and he will have them all before the season. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna submit them to us before the season. He'll come on the podcast and and he'll tell you what it is for each week. So let's say week one is uh, just simple highest score that week wins the weekly challenge. Uh, they like, would get the payout. I'd like to see him have them printed out and bring him to the draft. I don't think you're gonna see that. I would like that. Then I mean, if he's got them, I mean, then, well, then he could everyone could have a copy. You could take home. This that, is what the weekly challenges are going to be. It doesn't seem that hard. Yeah, maybe not that hard, but also not probably going to happen knowing Troy. Well, um, Troy, if you're listening, which I know you are, please bring us to the draft. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, either way, yeah, it'll be like like I said, for instance, uh, one week it'll be who's the highest scorer. The next week it can be uh, whoever has the highest scoring running back. Uh, it can be lowest scorer. Again, he'll tell us before the week. Uh so uh, they're kind of fun. They add an element to it, and you can get paid um, even if you thirty-five. Don't win. I think thirty-five is what we decided on. So a nice little potential bonus, thirty-five bucks a week. Yeah, you're playing, you're winning, you get a little bonus. You're right. losing uh, here. 
Go drown your sorrows. Here, Babs. Yeah, here, Babs. Uh, so, yeah, that's weekly challenges. We did uh, have in the in the league this week, we had a big vote pass, and that was the dues increase. I know that several guys, uh, mainly Razzie, are really lobbying to increase the dues. Seems like every week he wants to increase it. Uh, I do get it. I mean, we're playing for uh, – losing hurts you a lot worse than winning helps you. Yes, I would agree. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, is an ass tattoo for losing the equivalent of like a thousand bucks for winning? Probably not. Uh, I think most guys would say not, especially guys like Sam and Zoner who have no other tattoos. Um, Babs already had some fucking idiotic tattoos, so he probably doesn't give two shits, mm-hmm. but, uh, it passed. It's going up to 200, uh, starting next season, 500, almost one. I think that 500 is in the cards fairly quick. And then, uh, down the road, maybe who knows 10 years or so. I think we're looking at a thousand dollars, a person buy-in at some point. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you know, I'm fine with it. I like the idea. Six grand would be awesome. I don't know how we're going to, if we'll end up doing more than, you know, the first place and second place. I think we right. did, we voted on second place getting money back. I right? think we did. I think we, I think Troy, uh, we did, we did. Second said place that second place uh, did get passed as far as getting their money back. But, you know, uh, I think a lot of us or several of us, we invest a lot more than others in this league in the fantasy football season. Oh, no doubt. Uh, you know, every week, you know, it's it's a, you know, you got to, we, obviously we all meet up and we, we make a good time. Again, come fun. to Troy's. Come to Troy's if you can at least once yes. this year. Come to Troy's because we, 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 we spend money on good ingredients, good food. We uh, get together every week. Uh, so it's not like we just spend money on the draft right? and that's it for the whole season. Right. You know? So there's a lot more to it. Um, and basically that's just me trying to guilt people into coming down. It's a great time. It is great food. And it's obviously it's way more enjoyable when you watch it with your friends and, uh, and people in the league. And obviously Zahn's not going to drive all the way out here. So it's going to be even great, even better that he won't be there. Right. Right. Very, very true. And, and you know what? We need those guys like Zahn that never show up so that we can absolutely talk whatever shit we want while we are at Troy's and half the league's there, half the league's not. So usually your opponent's not there and you can just bash them all you want, say whatever you want behind their back at their expense. And usually everyone joins in and agrees that they are losers. Yes. Uh, so yeah, come to Troy's if you can, if not uh, go fuck yourself. We, we don't give a shit your loss. Um, so we're, we're getting close to the season. We're, we're getting to the point now. Training camps are going. Thank God. Thank God training camp is the official start of the season. Uh, obviously, Rogers, big news coming to camp. Uh, I, again, I think last week we talked about how we thought that Rogers would sign. We were right about that. I was right. Uh, it, there just really wasn't another option. Um, and so, he's, he's basically swinging his nuts around saying – this is what I want to do, and if you don't want to do it, then we're not banging, and they are going to bang. They are going to bang hard. They had to get Randall Cop back. What a weird stipulation. Yes. I'm not coming back unless you get an extremely washed-up wide receiver that was good six years ago. Uh, speaking of Randall Cop, he was involved in the worst trade in our league's history. We'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, but Ooh, JT, yeah, you'll, you'll like this one. This is before your time, but you'll, uh, you'll get a kick out of it. So anyways, Rogers comes to camp. 
Uh, Michael Thomas probably out for the season. In all honesty, JT's a homer. We know that he's not going to agree that out for the season, but by all estimates, he's going to miss a significant amount of the season. JT, your thoughts on the Saints' chances this year? Look, it uh, it doesn't look good. Um, you know, obviously our wide receiver core is depleted. We lost Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Michael Thomas is out now. Um, we got a weird quarterback situation. So, yes, on paper, it doesn't look good. But if there's anything I've learned about being a Saints fan, it's that Sean Payton is an uh, offensive mastermind, and he is going to pull things out. He is going to uh, plan, design things around the offense that we have. So it, it doesn't look good, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as people think. Um, I think that uh, we're going to see some exciting things. And I think even if we're losing, we're going to be losing uh, in exciting fashion. And I get it. People are going to be laughing, like losing's losing. Like you can't make excuses. I get it. But uh, uh, when Sean Payton is your coach, you really – you got something to look forward to. It'll be if – it, if it's a dumpster fire, it'll be an interesting dumpster fire. Um, but uh, I think – Obviously, I'm not happy about Michael Thomas going out. I do think he'll be back. I think he could easily re-injure, and then they shut him down. But um, it's going to be an interesting season, a true a true turning of the guard. So what record? <sighs> Give us a record real quick. I would say conservatively we could win nine games. Nine games. Nine games. Nine games. I think we could win. I guess that's not out of the question, um, but I think that is a little bit of a optimistic outlook, obviously. Uh, I, I just don't see it without Breeze, without Michael Thomas. I don't know. You, your defense has obviously uh, changed a lot too. We'll see. Uh, but thanks for your honest opinion on on New Orleans. Who that? We'll finish with that. So uh, we're going to transition. That's part one of episode here. Uh, we'll pick up right after. All right, we're back. Uh, that was the commercial break there. Uh, we just finished up with JT and his prediction about the Saints. That was definitely wrong, but he has his <laughs> thoughts. So uh, we're going to get into now talking about uh, a little segment I like to call Who Does JT Think uh, Will Be Better? This is just, again, pr- the name says it all. I'm going to give JT a couple guys. Uh, and he's going to tell me who he thinks will be better out of the two of them and why. Um, before I do that real quick, though, and don't worry, for everyone that's interested and everyone that hit me up and everyone that has been talking about it all week long, we are going to have JT address the tranny situation. I don't know if he has written out and prepared anything, but he is going <laughs> he is going to explain to us uh, how the whole thing started, what his fixation with – trannies is uh why he loves them if that's true uh and yeah he's gonna get into it but first real quick so uh draft 18 days away uh we're getting real close let's talk about a couple players here that we uh want jt to weigh in on so uh i have it here somewhere or another so jt who do you think will be better and why? Give us a little analysis. So the first one is 
This one I've brought up several times, and I think that this is a real measure of how you will do in fantasy football this year. These two players, I think, will tell you a lot about how your season's going to go. JT, who do you think will be better, Joe Mixon? I knew it. Or Chris Carson? So if I'm going upside, I think it's it's Joe Mixon. Sure. But who do I realistically think is going to have the better season? I have to say, and of course we have to assume health, um, Chris Carson will have the better season. Um, you know, you touched on it in the group chat. You know, the AFC North is a rough defensive league uh, division. Um, you know, Joe Mixon is going to be ha- having to face a lot of tough um, defenses. Um, the Bengals probably going to have to be playing from behind in a lot of those games. Yeah, I mean, Steelers twice, Browns twice, Ravens twice. Right. So, obviously, the NFC West is no slouch. Obviously, I mean, they have some really good good teams as well, but Chris Carson is, has proven more than Mixon has that he can be a proven commodity, um, for fantasy anyway, um, of course, assuming health. And he, he looks like he's been training hard. Uh, I also don't know if, if I like Zach Taylor as a coach. I mean, he dangled Joe Mixon's going to be fine for like four weeks last year before um, ultimately they shut him down for the year. Sure. And I was lucky enough for two or three weeks to get a lot of production out of uh, um, old Gio Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, good good analysis. Um, I have to agree with you. I, I think that Chris Carson is going to have a year. I know he got hurt last year, but, man, the guy gets so much volume. The Seahawks don't have anyone else. I mean, get out of here with your uh, – I think Penny's gone, right? Yeah, no, he's still there. But, I mean, get the fuck out of here. He's right. not shit. I think he's uh, on the injury list or something. He probably right – he's hurt so much. And Chris Carson, again, I posted the picture of him with no shirt on. Uh and I know that's no Hello. measure, but good Lord, the guy is just an absolute freak. Man, he looks like he came straight from prison yep. and was just put right into the backfield yep. with his do-rag on. But I'm telling you, man, the guy is such a hard runner. He just he, he did get hurt last year. But, again, I think you're right. I think you're right with Carson. Um, so the next one, we'll move on here real quick. Who does JT think will be better, Miles Sanders or Austin Eckler? Oh, I mean, this is easy. Sure, um, I, sure, maybe. I know that I have picked up a reputation for Miles Sanders' love, and I did. I really did love him, uh, especially coming into last season. Uh, I really thought he could have taken over. Um, there were a lot of reasons why I think he did bad last year, uh, one of which is himself. The other is, is that their entire offensive line, just like the Cowboys, completely fell apart. But I love Austin Eckler, um, as the fantasy ballers call him, awesome, excellent. I I like him as a person as much as I do a fantasy star. He works hard. He loves fantasy football. So uh, and he's a PPR machine. I feel like so it's an easy it's an easy one for me. I think Austin Eckler does is better than Miles Sanders. Yeah, but so okay, so let me ask you real quick: What round, if Miles Sanders is there, what round do you want? Fourth. Fourth round. Fourth round. You in the fourth round. You In the fourth round, you want Daryl and you want Miles Sanders. I mean, if I can get them both in the fourth and fifth, maybe. We'll sure. see. All right. That, 
That'd be something. Uh, all right, so final one here I've got real quick. So who does JT think will be better? Who do you think scores more fantasy points this year? I think that I differ from everyone on this. Who do you think scores more fantasy points? Zach Wilson or Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Uh, and that's, I mean, I guess the assumption is, is that they don't trade for Deshaun Watson or whatever. Of course, this is assuming that. Um, then, yeah, I think Jalen Hurts, he's got the rushing upside that people um, have pointed out, and he showed a little bit in the, in the end of the season. Um, he has a little bit more time with the team. I think Zach Wilson is going to be – I think the Jets are going to look a lot better than they have in a long time. And right. I, think, I don't know. Zach Wilson, I think he's the guy from Wyoming or wherever the fuck he is. BYU. BYU, and I think he he's now in New York. And I think he is going to be scared a little bit by some things, you know, playing whatever the fuck division uh, or conference that BYU plays in is going to be nothing compared to uh, facing some of these NFL defenses, I feel like. So, well, of course, I think he's going to be okay. uh, But I I pick Hurts in this situation. Sure. A lot of people all over Hurts. I'm not surprised to hear that. You know, probably, you're probably right. I just for whatever reason I I you know I watched a lot of Zach he looks Wilson like stuff. The, he, he looks great. He looks like the bad guy in a Disney Channel movie. He does know? look like the bad guy um, on the movie Brink. Brink for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, I I think that he's got a good situation he's coming into. The Jets are going to be better than they've been. Uh, I think that Zach Wilson will surprise some people a little bit. Again, uh, you might be right. Jalen Hurts. Everyone's just saying he's going to get a ton of rushing. Chances. Um, <laughs> Have you seen the the video of him posing with everyone on draft day, and everyone's like excited? Zach Wilson. Yeah, and yeah. he looks like he's like, uh, yeah, what like, am I, what am I fucking do? doing? Yeah, right. like, yeah, he looks very avid. Uh, I will say that uh, they also did like a uh, what do they do? I saw the meme of like uh, newly drafted quarterbacks, uh, and they like swapped them to where they looked like women. Did you see yes. that? And it was I didn't funny. See the- because they, it was like, oh uh, yeah, they they were making fun of Trevor Lawrence because they what they did was they said uh, these this year's rookie quarterbacks if they were the opposite sex and it showed like Zach Wilson as a girl and uh, what's his face Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance as a girl and then it showed Trevor Lawrence as a guy with no with like <laughs> short hair. You but know? have you seen that one girl that looks just like him and poses with him? Zach Wilson? Uh, no, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence? No, I haven't. Oh, I'll show you. I'll look it up right now. But, yeah, there's I a girl that looks this. and poses and looks just like him. Well, not hard, that hair, man. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so I think uh, that one could go either way. I, I'm higher on Zach Wilson. I don't want any fucking part of him or Jalen Hurts. They've got Jalen Hurts at, like, the QB5 on some of the stuff I'm seeing. Not a rash chance in hell. The Eagles are going to be absolute fucking trash. So I, I don't want any part of, of that dumpster fire. Um, but, all right, so – we have a couple more things to get to before we get our guest caller. Our guest caller, I just contacted, reached out to. He says that he's ready to go. Um, oh, my goodness. JT is showing me this uh, Trevor Lawrence lookalike girl, and it is pretty pretty close. It's a Georgia girl. What's it? The, uh, the It's Georgia girl goes viral for looking just like Trevor Lawrence, and she does look very similar to Trevor Lawrence. Uh yeah, the very, videos. Very the videos are great, yeah, and they that's met. Pretty funny. They actually met. He banged her. No, I mean maybe. Uh, he probably did, but he just married his longtime girlfriend. But yeah, they are very similar. That is pretty funny. Yeah, he did just get married. Good for good for him, I guess. 
but yeah, so uh, we got a couple things to get into real quick. Our guest caller knows we're calling. Uh, we're rolling right, right along. So uh, I want to get to the guest caller here in about five minutes or so. But before that, and this is the thing that I think everyone's been waiting for. People have said that I better get to it. Um, and I'm going to just ask him uh, straight up now. Uh, and that is, look, we have all by now associated my co-host JT with trannies at one point or another. Uh, I think that I remember the origin of this whole thing, and, and maybe it's overblown, but you know how it is. Um, you just, you you give us an inch, we take a mile, we turn a mountain, uh, we turn a molehill, rather, into a mountain. Uh, I remember it a little bit, but I just want to get clarification. What, JT, if you could tell us, how did the whole associating you with uh, trannies, the T in LGBTQR plus S946, how did that come about? What What is the origin story of that? Well, I think that's a perfect segue coming off of Trevor Lawrence. That's exactly right. That's why I had a, it set up that way. As a woman. Um, so, uh, funny enough, this story uh, has an origin in a person in this league that I think we all probably already Sorry for that uh, inter weird interruption there. Um, but at any rate, so we were at Chris Wilson's uh, dad's house, Bill, and having a great time, drinking like we normally do, decided that we'll go outside. I remember it's a, a nice warm evening in the summer. Um, we've all been drinking, so we decided to go out, sit around the table and have some smokes. Uh, Razzie's, I think, is specifically ripping some heaters. Um, some of us are passing around some blunts and Troy brings up this, uh, what would you do question? I think we've all been on the receiving end of like, what would you do from Troy? And the question had to do with something. And of course I was pretty drunk and pretty high at the time. So details aren't crystal clear, but I crystally remember, um, Troy saying like, what would you do if you were like making out with or beating off? And you found out that the chick you were like making out with or beating off to was a dude. And everyone, went, oh, no way, no way, no way. That would never happen to me. It never happened to me. And Troy is like, you don't know. Like some of these are convincing. And that's when I chimed in. And I was like, yeah, some of them can be very fucking convincing. Like if you've done any sort of like internet sleuthing uh, over the years, which I think Troy finds the weirdest shit online, and I think it's weird that we just let him get a pass on that, all these dick pics and everything. But anyway, he said, you know, he brings us up, and everyone's like, no way, no way would I ever, that no way would that ever happen to me. And so I see this as like a perfect opportunity, because we were talking about, Troy and I were both like egging people on, and we're like, but they're, they can be convincing, like you, like people get surgery, and they look like women, and you seriously, until they show their penis, you'd have no idea. So we're egging people on, and so I get this idea of like a trap question. No pun intended because people call trannies trap. So I get this idea <laughs> that um, I can trap people into an answer that they don't like either way. And essentially, it came down to, and I know I probably worded it wrong, and people latched on to the wrong thing, and I didn't completely articulate myself. But what I wanted to say is, which one is more gay 
to want to have banging a chick in porn? A normal naked dude or a very convincing transsexual? And so the meaning is, is that if it's going to be a dick fucking the chick anyway, would you rather have a very convincing tranny, right? <laughs> which means that they're going to have tits, <laughs> fake tits, fake tits, which, come on, women can have fake tits, just the same as these trannies. Oh! Makeup, right? Maybe they got plastic surgery, so their jaw, like you, I'm telling you, like, they can be so convincing, you have no idea until you see the penis. Adam's apple removed. Yes, Adam's apple removed. Or... Just your plain old fucking dude going to town on this chick. Right? Like, which one is less gay to want? And essentially, the point is, is that I knew people would deny ever wanting a tranny to be in their porn. And so I'd get people to, to come out and say, I want there to be a naked dude plowing this girl. And it's like, oh, you like having a naked guy in your porn. Because it's you love having naked guys in your porn. And... That's the joke. That is the entire joke is that it's trying to trap them into saying that they want to have naked guys in their porn. Oh my. But it has many layers um, because some of them say, and they said like, oh, I don't look at the dude when I'm looking at porn. To which you could say like, well, what, what does it matter if it's a tranny then? If you're not looking, right? You're only looking at the chicks. So what does it matter? Why is it weird if there's a floating pair of plastic tits in the background? <laughs> So, uh, you know, and like I said, like people can say, I mean, it's literally just the penis that you would only be able to tell. Oh uh, my God. You know, yes, they have fake tits, but again, women have fake tits in porn and we love that shit. So the theoretical question had to do with that. It reminded me a lot of Joe Exotic saying to Travis, do you like the guy with the big dick or the small dick? And it gets people to admit things that they don't like. And people really did not like the conclusions that they were coming to. And they started saying, oh, JT loves training porn. JT loves training porn. <laughs> and so, listen, I'm, I'm secure with my answer on everything. And I'm secure with what I'd say. But a lot of people got really uncomfortable. And that was the whole thing. It was there was just a it was a joke trap question because obviously I knew people didn't want to say that they love trannies or would want a tranny in their thing. And I knew people wouldn't want to say they want dudes, but they have to pick the lesser of the evils, which I could just make fun of either one. So that's how the tranny thing came about. It was simply just a, a trap that I saw uh, that started with Troy giving us one of those weird old what would you do scenarios. Yeah, which he's uh, known for. Absolutely. Uh, so what you're saying is that kind of backfired. And, and so <laughs> you had ulterior motives, but it ended up just leaving you with the reputation of being tied to trannies. Basically. Uh, but what JT's really saying is that during this whole exchange, he specifically remembers people uh, coming to grips in their own mind that, holy shit, would I rather a tranny be in my porn than an actual man or would it rather it be a man uh just a sweaty dude a sweaty hairy guy when i rather look at a swear sweaty hairy guy with a penis or a passable woman with a terrible uh boob job not even passable i'm telling you they can be very convincing well okay and jt i'm just gonna stop you there and say that that's where you're gonna get some, some more backlash from i'm this. sure i am but Honestly, we've all looked at weird shit online. 
<laughs> and I know I'm digging myself. All right. I get it. But uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just open to talk about it with people about the things that I've happened to click on and be like, oh, who hasn't done the subreddit 50-50? 50-50, this is a naked chick uh, get that with her pussy open, or this is a fucking tranny. And you're just like, well, here we go. This is either Lindsay Lohan naked, or this is a tranny. <laughs> Oh, JT. Well, I, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to this. Uh, I'm sure this cleared up nothing. I was gonna but say, I also say. I think that you did more to muddy the waters than to clear no. anything up. I bet some people are having real conversations. Up until that point, Art, we're having some real conversations with themselves <laughs> about things. I think everyone now is only going to be watching girls with strap-ons fucking other girls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want dudes in their porns at all. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Oh. Oh Jesus. That's Christ. the only way you eliminate the whole murkiness. You just gotta watch girl on girl porn with a strap on. You heard it here first, folks. Um, that's well. Again, like I said, JT, I think you're gonna get a little bit of backlash <laughs> from this, but I'm glad that you were able to uh, explain yourself in the long form format. So, uh, I mean, I I see what your angle is. Um, but again, I think some people are going to just have more questions um, now than <laughs> than the answers sure. that you gave. But but I applaud your uh, your bravery, if nothing else. Um, I I don't think much is going to change. Probably but, not. But you know what? At least you got to speak your truth. I did, and that's what this is all about. I am curious. One day we got to give. Uh, we really need to give Razzy the mic about um, associating with a pedo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't, don't, JT, calm, calm down because we may or may not have uh, some future developments on the podcast about Razzie's association with a convicted pedophile uh, that may or may not be a Kansas City former uh, police officer. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, big, big developments coming for the podcast. Well, I know that we will give him uh, just as much uh, room to talk as you guys have given me. Exactly. So, Exactly. Look forward to it. Yes, yes. Look forward to it. So, I'm clearing uh, his name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, JT. Uh, great, great insight into how the whole thing started. Uh, and JT really is saying to look inward on yourself and say, what is wrong with you if you aren't okay with watching a tranny in porn? That, mm, according to JT's logic, that mm, says some weird stuff about you. So uh, just look inward. Uh, and, and thank you again for that, JT. That was great. Everyone's been looking forward to that. Uh, so we we are going to move on. Uh, hard to follow it. Hard to follow that. But I think that our guest caller is going to do a pretty okay job of it. So here's the deal with the guest caller. <clears throat> You're going to know immediately who it is. Uh, it'll be hilarious. I promise you. I, I didn't really tell this guy. I, I did tell him a couple of the questions we're going to ask him ahead of time because he was very nervous. After he listened to uh, Razzie last week who completely botched the uh, free agent question as far as players on new teams, he agreed to be on the podcast this week, but he wanted me to tell him beforehand if I was going to do the same thing that I did to Razzie uh, because he did not want to be embarrassed in front of everyone and not know players that are on certain teams or whatever. So I assured him I wouldn't do that, and I'm not going to. We do have some other questions for him. Uh, I, I think I told him we were going to ask him about his current life, who he likes at the pick number that he is at, 
Uh, and and one more question, but I didn't tell him the final question that we were going to get to uh, for him. So we're going to call him up right now and, and hope that he answers. Um, he knows, again, just like last week with Razzie, he knows we're calling. He knows this is coming. He agreed to be on the show. So, again, I'm going to hold the phone up. You're going to hear a call. It might be awkward if he doesn't answer. And, honestly, if anyone's not going to answer, it's this guy because of the situation of course, he's in. But All right, so it's going to go quiet. You're going to hear the phone ringing. And then, uh, hopefully, he will be on the other end of the line. What up? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we uh, we hear you just fine. You're you're right here on the speaker. You are live on the MSFFL podcast with Doss and JT. JT is currently uh, taking a leak, so it's just me. Um, how are you? How, how? First of all, JT or JT. First of all, special guest, which obviously we now know who it is. T- tell us who you are, and tell us what exactly you are doing right this second. All right. Well, this is Kyle Gerke. I am just now putting together a spreadsheet of who plays on what team and who I want on my team. Wow. You are on it right at the right time. He is doing his homework right now. He's putting together a spreadsheet, JT. What's up, Gerke? What up, JT? Welcome. Glad to be on. Yeah. uh, I'm a little nervous for what the questions will be since I am way behind on my fantasy news. Gerke, you are a two-time, you're a two-time Main Street Football Fantasy League champion. You don't have anything to be nervous about. Mm -mm. Just do your best, which is what you feel like you've always done, and somehow it's worked out. No, you should be, you should be swinging those nuts everywhere you go. You should not take no shit from nobody. No matter how much anybody wants to talk about you, don't take no shit from nobody. You know what? I guess you're right. That's that's a good point. I do want to. I did want to say first off, on the last podcast you guys had, you both said I would be most likely to miss the Louisville. I did say that. You will. We we said you were a surprise, Miss. If we had to pick someone that would be a surprise, not make it, it was you. But what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I wouldn't miss it if I broke my neck or my. Oh my! Or if I, I mean, I'm not making any lame ass excuses like Zoner. Oh. I'm not. I'm not whipped ass like Zoner. You know, he's got his excuse. His girlfriend wouldn't let him go, but I'm gonna be there. I'll let you know that. Gerky, if you broke your neck, would you still make it? I would. I would be there with the broken neck. Fuck yeah. Oh, Zoner, that has to make you feel like even more of a piece of shit than you actually are. That's how you become a two-time Main Street Fantasy Football League champion by breaking your neck and still going. That says everything. Hypothetically, that says everything. So, Gerky, real quick, uh, we wanted to just get uh, kind of a. What is your daily life in Butler like? How has it changed from when you lived in the city? Uh, what do you do on the weekends? What's your night look like? What, what's your life in Butler like these days? Well, I'm a whole lot different. I've got a couple different dogs here now, so 
mainly just you know working from home Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Been going to the city every now and then. So I've been sitting in traffic for a little bit, but it's about an hour drive to Kansas City. So I'm starting to get used to that. Um, yeah, actually, it's been nice living with the female because she's been making me some, made me some dinner tonight. Oh, my laundry. You know, I think uh, she's she's a teacher, so she'll be going back to school here pretty soon. So she told me not to get used to it, but let's see. On the weekends, been playing lots of golf. Got a membership down here. Um, really. The lake a few times. Actually, on this weekend for the Gurky reunion. So, see um, Evil Gurky. Yeah, thinking about taking up some steer wrestling or you know roping. I've heard those people do around here, so I have to give that a try. Well, it, while you're at it, do some possum kicking. Possum kicking? Huh? I've yep. heard of that. i You'll have to. You got, a, you got a truck. You can do it. So you, you, it sounds like slow butler life is really appealing to you. I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoy it down here. It's a little, yeah, a lot less people, a little bit slower is what they say. So I've gotten used to it real quick. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. We, well, we thought that if, you know, if it suited anyone, we thought you would, we thought that you'd like it. And there's something to be said for the small town life. Um, and, and you know, I, like you said, you got you got stuff going on. Uh, you're coming to the city still. I, I live, uh, as most people know, just right up the road from where we used to live together here in Waldo. And it's been pretty weird every time I pass the old house. I, I keep expecting to see like vehicles out front and like a new family living there. Nothing. I have not seen a dent. You know what they did do? And, and you can tell me if you did it or they did, but the American flag that was out there has been taken down. Was that you or is that the new owner? Nope. Yeah, that was, we were just kind of fixing it up, trying to help sell it. I think my dad brought his, his big ass flag and some pots and shit to put out front. But, um, we took all that down whenever, after it had already sold. So, okay, good. Good. Yeah. I did actually meet the new owner. She was, she wanted me to stop by and like sign the wall. You know how there was some signatures. In the oh yeah. So I had to, I had to go do that, and she was pretty chatty. She just wanted to show me some things that she didn't think I knew about, and I basically knew about everything. <laughs> but yeah, she just she definitely falls in the same category as what we call JT. Oh, oh gee, liberal. liberal. Hey, hardcore. Did she seem single? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think. Uh, I'm not sure her situation. I looked her up on Facebook, and it is someone totally different than what Good. I was expecting. So. <laughs> I don't think she exists on Facebook. Well, that's, that's really cool that she had you sign the wall. For those who don't know, uh, in the basement at that house, there was like uh, in Sharpie on the wall, there was like signatures of all of the previous owners dating back like super far. So that's really cool that she had you come by and sign that. Yeah, she, uh, I think the old man neighbor likes her, so. Max, good, good deal. Well, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I pass it every day and I look at it and I, I think back to the good times that we had. We'll, we'll never forget it. So getting back into uh, fantasy football here, Girk, uh, obviously you have the uh, number two pick this season. That's a great pick. I, if I remember right, uh, a couple of years ago at the Lake House, uh, the infamous year when you didn't sleep the night before and you won – 
weren't you the number were you the number two pick that year you know what i do remember winning yeah i think it was my first year um that i won i was number two but then one of the years that i got like second to last place i was also number two oh no try not to think of it that way you know it kind of depends on who's who's being drafted when and when the players are hot i think but it's kind of just the Look at whose falls to you. you know, it doesn't really matter your draft order, is my theory. Right, right. Well, that's a good, good observation. So, we, I mean, I think we all know. Uh, so let's just, for uh, the sake of argument, let's say JT takes CMC. You don't have to tell us who you're taking at number two, but do you have an idea of of who you like at at that pick? Gosh, you know what I'm. Knowing myself, whenever we get into the draft, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna not know who to take and end up taking Dalvin Cook because that's what you know that that's what all the statistics are showing. You know, he's gonna be the next best on the on the list. And if you ask Troy, he'd probably tell you the same. That Dirty just takes the best available. But I don't. I mean, Patty Mahomes sounds good. Kamara, just because you know he's gonna be a workhorse. I'm just kind of scary he might get injured early but i don't know man i really want a chiefs you know my team name's andy stash so i gotta at least have one chiefs player on my roster hey take ceh first round tyreek hill first round second pick let's go tyreek hill not a bad not a bad pick travis kelsey wouldn't be the worst um well i i think you make some good points there i mean Speaking of, so you said that Troy would give you shit for taking who you think is the best of it. I mean, that's that's what everybody does, don't they? I mean, don't you? That's all you can do is take who you think is the best available player remaining, and, and so I don't think anyone can fault you for that. So, uh, while we're talking about that, and, and, you know, obviously, I mean, do you think I like that I'm going to have to take CMC, uh, division rival? Well, the same different argument. When I would love to take Camara. Well, you, JT, if you would love to take Camara, then take Camara. I'm not taking Camara. I would love to, but I'm not taking him. Listen to that, Gurky. Write that down. Right. Yeah, that's uh, no excuse there. Yeah, first pick overall, you can take whoever you want. I exactly. told you guys the world would literally end. So I'm saving your lives. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, thank you, JT. <laughs> uh, we have a couple more questions for you, uh, Gurk, real quick. Thanks for the insight. Uh, real quick, Chiefs win totals. Remember, it's a 17-game season. How many regular season games did the Chiefs win this year? I couldn't even tell you what the Vegas odds are, but I would say 12. 12 games. I like that. I think the Vegas odds are like 11 or I think 10 and a, maybe 11 and a half. So you're right there with it. Uh, so Gerke thinks 12 games. I, I think that's realistic. I really do like that. I thought you'd go higher. Uh, but yeah, good choice. Um, so then after that, one more question for you and you kind of already touched on it a little bit. So you said that, you know, people might give you shit. Troy might give you shit for taking Dalvin cook. If you're number two this year, just because ESPN says that he is the projected number two. So what? So what if ESPN says it? What, you know, if you really think that that is what he's going to be, if you think the number two pick is Dalvin Cook, why wouldn't you take Dalvin Cook? And you know what? We all have something to learn from Kyle Gerke. Whether anyone wants to admit it or not, 
you are the most successful player in this fantasy league. Two championships, only separated by one year. It, it stayed at 1019 West 85th, the trophy did. It stayed at our house for three years straight. You won it, then I won it, then you won it again. It stayed in Waldo. I can't imagine how these guys felt knowing that trophy was under the same roof for three years. It had to get a little boring for them. Uh, but but we just yeah. want to know, our final question for you, Girk, is wh- how do you explain the success you've had in this league? Because you have been successful. Don't get me wrong. You, you know, you've had down years too, but I, I – you know, there's been no one more success, more successful rather than, than Kyle Gerke in this league. How do you explain your success in the Ming Street Fantasy Football League? Shit, I guess I'd have to, I guess I would attribute it to just sticking with your gut and uh, join a bowling league, maybe. That you know, helps. Inspiring in a bowling league and, you know. Make sure before you make any trades, just hit up DOS, and that's about all it takes to win. I mean, don't take it, you know, don't take it too seriously, and um, make sure you get your guys. You know, Babs will tell you firsthand. That's all you got to do is get your guys. <laughs> Listen to some podcasts. <laughs> that's all it takes. I, I, there's no trick to it. All it is is uh, being confident with your picks and. Like, you know, like you were saying, whoever's best on the board, you definitely got to consider. But if there's – you've been listening to the podcast and heard some names out there that you could take maybe a round or two early, that's probably a good strategy as well. So, you know, I go from first to last place. So, I'm kind of – I think I'm I'm due for a tattoo, not going to lie. So, I'm going to do everything I can this year, you know, not being in the bowling league. And you know, I know I'm going to be busy at work here this year, so I'm going to – just try to make time to keep up with everything and not make any stupid trades. Hell yeah. I like it. I like the ends. I think that you make a lot of good points, man. Go on with your gut. I think that that, you know, I, I, I think that explains a lot more good picks than bad picks. Obviously if you're Babs going with your gut, got you Jonathan Taylor last year, that didn't quite work out. Uh, But you know, you have had some pretty great picks uh, going off your gut the last few years. No no one can argue with two championships in the last three seasons. No one can argue it. So uh, we we really look forward to this year's draft, Girk. We look forward to uh, the ride out. JT and I are going to be, uh, it looks like, riding with you out there. So uh, we're super pumped. Um, we, we hope everything's going well for you down in, in Butler there. Uh, and uh, we, we're really grateful that you were able to to come on to the podcast with us here. We'll have you on again, no no worries um, there. But thanks again for coming on, Girk. Uh, we're we're getting close to wrapping up the episode here, uh, but we really we wanted to get uh, your thoughts on everything. Uh, we we may have uh, a question here uh, that JT is going to. Uh, no, no, no question from JT. Uh, basically real quick. Do you have anything else to say? Like, as far as like, do you have any shit talking you want to do? You've already done some, which I think was, was great. And it was for a good reason. You had every bit of a cause to say what you've said. One last shout out before we let you go. Uh, what do you have, Gert? 
Well, yeah, appreciate all the kind words. I'm also stoked for Louisville. I'm going to try to keep up the theme of getting pretty blacked out the night before since it's been working out for me. Hell yeah. Um, I guess my other question for you guys is this, are you guys ever going to look into putting this on like YouTube or like some sort of video recording of it or what's what are you guys' thoughts for putting this where instead of having to scroll through the hundreds of group chats a day trying to find podcasts, is there like a platform that I could access previous podcasts on? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, <clears throat> so right now uh, I, I have figured out how to add them, I think, to Spotify. Uh, I had to submit a thing uh, to get Spotify to um, approve it or whatever. So I think that this one might have to go out like it did last week where I just send the link. And, and if you can't find it on the group chat or you got to scroll back, hit me up. I'll send you the link to it. It's super easy. But going forward, I think we're going to have it on Spotify every single episode. So uh, good question. Um We'll get it out there one way or another. You'll be able to hear it. The, the plan is to go to like a Spotify model. So uh, again, thanks for thanks for coming on, Girk. We're down to the end of it here. We've only got a few seconds left, but thanks, bud. Uh, we all miss you, and, and we're all looking forward uh, to, Louisville. To, to Louisville. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for doing this, guys, and look forward to hearing the rest of them. Right Hell on. yeah, brother. Well, well uh uh, be be ready. We're going to release this one here tonight, and then we'll have another one for you guys on uh, Thursday. So uh, thanks for coming on, Gurk. Appreciate talking to you. Have a good one. You too. See you guys. All right. There you have it. That was Kyle Gurky. A lot of insight there. You know what? I, I know a lot of people are going to say a lot of shit about his strategies for winning, and this just, this just further adds to the bowling league talk. But you know what? Haters, haters are going to hate. JT, uh, anything to say before we wrap it up? We've got like a minute left here before we wrap this episode. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything I could say that the prophet himself already said. I could really just sit back and listen during that episode. And I think that's the takeaway. If you're listening to this episode in your car on your way to work, um, you know, maybe take some time today or tomorrow and, and rewind uh, the last 10 to 15 minutes or so, and really take in what Gerke had to say because he is a two-time Mean Street Fantasy Football League football champion. So, our fancy, and uh, really, that's that's it. I mean, there's nothing I could say that that uh, would uh, be better than what was already said. Yeah, I mean, no one better to say it than the two-time champion. More champions in it, more championships than anyone else. Uh, go back and take down every single note you can from Kyle Gerke, including when he was talking all that shit about everyone. Specifically. Specifically. Uh, but thanks again, guys. This has been our Tuesday episode. we got another one, com- another one coming for you on Thursday. But uh, we appreciate you listening. And, uh, yeah, we will, we will catch you on the flip. So it's been another good one. JT, uh, I'm signing out. Are you signing out? Signing out. All Later. right. We'll see you guys. Thanks again.